Hello, oh, hello, hello. Welcome to Sizing Up. Um, today we have the topic that I think most people are interested in. Um, giantesses in the movies and kind of their influences on everything going like around the film industry and just around like the Instagram creators and YouTube creators and you name it. Um, I am Colossal Maker, and my co-host here is... Hey guys, Jack the Speck, back after, um, let's just say, a long-needed vacation. If you follow <laughs> me on Instagram, you know I had to step away for a bit due to uh, school and work and other commitments, but um, I am back, and I am excited to get into this topic about talking about giantess and media in the movies so i am i'm ready for this nice and, and yeah it's very nice to have <laughs> have you back um not that <laughs> i didn't didn't enjoy um soloing last week's episode but uh i feel like we work better as a pair than separated so very yeah. glad but but very very glad to also hear that you know the uh vacation was pretty uh refreshing to say that oh yeah yeah. Definitely. I, I, I missed it though. I, I missed being a part of it. I I missed uh being just being able to be here and record this with you. And you did a good job with uh GTS FX and you guys held down the fort pretty well. So um he was a great host and uh hope to have him again soon. I mean great guest. Instead of host. That well <laughs> Yeah, I think we I, I, I get what you mean. Um <laughs> Anyways, um, so getting past the formalities here. Um, so, yeah, so as we've kind of said, we'll talk about the influences in all media that um, giants, giantess material has had. Um, so really, the I guess to start off here, our, our first um, movie to talk about is kind of the, the staple film that really started the fandom like on the big screen and on um, like silver screens, like back in the fifties. Um, so that would be um, attack of the 50 foot woman, not the, so the original one, um, the 1950s one. Um, so yeah. So with, so really, you know, me personally, I think that was, that was kind of a interesting gamble back then because like, you know, later on in um, like in the sixties, like you had, um, well, I think fifties too. You, you still had some like monster movies, like the universal right. monster movies. And then sixties um, um, was Godzilla when that started. Um, so, I mean, so funny enough, like, Really, I guess one of one of the bigger. I don't. Would would you call a giantess a kaiju? Uh, oh, that's a. Because you know what you, I want to say yes in a way, but because like the thing about giantesses is they're not supposed to be seen as monsters, but in the style, in the, and style, in the way yeah. that kaiju's are described, you could also say yes. So, um, I would say yes, but I think that's all just to 
I, I think that's just subjective at that point, you know? Right. Well, and I mean, because with, with the original 1950s Attack of the 50-Foot Woman, mm-hmm. she, the the actual like 50-Foot Woman kind of acts like, kind of does act like a monster. Like, right. Because she, she destroys the city and um, was it she's uh, zapped by some alien ray that makes mm-hmm. her that giant, like... I mean, I definitely did get some like Gorgera, like the original Godzilla, like vibes from it. Yeah, because I can see that. Yeah, and yeah, so so I I don't know, like I don't want to say that she's like the 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 giant woman in that movie was the actual first like recognizable kaiju, but again, mm-hmm. as, as you said, it, it, it is subjective. So some people because could say, well, yeah, she's she's just a giant woman that, you know, she has maybe some rage issues that were, like, enhanced when she got hit by the ray, and that's why she's so destructive. Right. Yeah, and, that's, that's, that's totally possible. It's a fair point, because, I mean, the, the nature of the story is that this is a woman that's been done wrong by her husband. Right. And, I mean... She has every right to be angry, <laughs> and when you're zapped by this alien technology, it's like you just said. Now there, there is a way that it kind of probably just her instincts were probably driven to the most primal of instincts, and yeah, it's like I'm angry. I'm gonna take this out on something or someone, and just so happened to be a city. And hey, that's how that's how it is. So, but I, I can see the argument for giant women being seen as kaiju's in a way. Because you know, yeah. kaiju's destroy, and their exactly. instinct is to, is to dominate, destroy, and just assert that hey, I'm taking over. And I can agree with the fact that you know, I guess in a way, um, I guess let's say let's say because we're both based in America, but mm-hmm. maybe that was our first version of kaiju's before it really became popular. Well, right, and, and I mean that's why I keep bringing up like um, Godzilla because that was obviously Japan's like first real like like he's still popular around the world today. Like definitely, like from the sixties to today. Like if you were in Japan, like Godzilla was a household name. Yeah, easily. Um, oh yeah, um, yeah, and just with yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's yeah. Again, it's it's very subjective because, yeah, I don't know. There's there's just different factors to it that say like yeah, she was the first unofficial official kaiju because she was the first one to really destroy like a sit like a town in a movie that people could probably watch on the big screen or whatnot exactly. or at, or or at their homes. However, they present I. I don't know. I really don't know if this was on the big screen back in the 50s. It probably could have been, but I I personally don't know. Probably driving... I don't know if driving theaters were as pop... Maybe they were, Mm, but... I think they might have been starting around that point. So it is is possible that it could be drive-ins that people want to go to. Um, Because in a 93 version of um, 50-Foot Woman, mm -hmm. they they pay homage to that. Oh yeah. So like, yeah. Except I, except I, except in the ninety-three version, there is a little more depth to it. Oh yeah, um, definitely. 
I mean, I, I think, obviously, but yeah. Yeah, it, the thing about the 93 version compared to the 50s one, I, I think I think it's a bit more centric. And I think that's um because that's the version I most, you know, align with personally. And right. I think that one really just really starts to really embrace giantessism, I guess. And I think for me personally, that was, I guess, something I always look back on. Because a lot of the effects in there, while practical, are still effective. And right. I still think that's why it's a timeless movie. Because, like, for example, you you can't, like, my favorite scene is, like, the bathtub scene. Or oh, yeah. where she's sitting there and, <laughs> and Harry comes up and talks to her. And even to this day, I can see a little of the tricks they use, but... Yeah. It's way better than a lot of movie <laughs> what movies try to do to sell that hey this person's super big and right. this person's super small and it's those practical scenes that really sell it it it's all about immersion and that I feel like that's what the um, the first two movies really sold you know the audience on being right. immersed in this experience that this small man is next to a giant woman and they did everything in their power to try to bring that sense of scale. And I think that's why those two are iconic to this day. Yeah. And then if we want to really bring up another one. Um, so the one that was actually close to the release of the original attack of the 50 foot woman, um, the 30 foot bride of candy rock, um, now that one, I, th I think that one kind of, well, see, here's the, here's the interesting thing. So the original attack of the 50 foot woman dealt with the woman who being wronged. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, but like, we didn't necessarily see too much of the, of like the, either the relationship or the marriage. We just kind of saw like the aftermath of it. Correct. With the thirty foot rock, thirty foot pride of Candy Rock, um, we actually get to see like the, f I, yeah, we get to see the kind of the the full scale of when they like like it actually shows the two of them actually getting married. Like natural, like priests comes out and actually officially weds them, mm -hmm. and then like it shows like their daily life you know, with the guy being normal size and with the wife being obviously 30 foot tall. Uh, right, right, right. And, but, but then it, it kind of, kind of breaks down a little bit as you would, one would probably suspect it's like, well, yeah, you got a normal sized dude and you got this like 30 foot woman. So of course there's going to be some like issues going on because of size and because of size. what one, yeah, yeah um, I mean, uh, um, the, we'll take it up from there. That that's an interesting topic that you bring. I feel like that's something that's really underrated in giantess media media these days. Like, you know, because the natural instinct is that the giantess is always going to crush the tiny, and right. there's not much more to that. It's just you're small, you get stepped on, bye. And yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like an underrated aspect is exploring the relationship between the two and seeing how that works. And like you said, it does eventually break down because there's a lot to overcome. But yeah, well, yeah, because yeah, because there's there's barriers barriers there that are like exactly hard to break down. Yeah, right. And I think it's important to really and yeah, if the same result happens that we usually see with it being fractured and you know just being the tiny being destroyed in the end that's fine i get it but if you want some actual you know some actual backstory some actual evolution of how it would get to that point i think that's a movie for one people should watch and really get an idea of how it works because that dynamic and giants media is in a way a lost art to me at least Oh yeah, no, definitely because it, well, yeah, because basically, um, like there there are obviously some giantess content these days where it's like, oh yeah, so like Batani is like the giantess's boyfriend or something, but mm-hmm. like, but then it always ends up like, oh well, the the girlfriend's like, well, I'm big, I'm a bit taller than you, so you know now I'm gonna just basically strip you of being like a human being, and you're just like. I play thing or my, you know, whatever you want to call it. The, there's right. 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 And, and it's, and, and it's strange because it just breaks down so quickly. And you're like, how could you go from, this is someone that I care about and have some sort of relationship, like close relationship with to, Oh, you're small now. So that's it. You're done. Just stop. And it's yep. always been a weird thing to me. Like we're, we're missing some context here. Yeah, but which is why I kind of like that the thirty foot bride from Candy Rock kind of focuses on on that aspect of like, okay, here's what the actual relationship part looked like. Correct. Like here's here's what a situation like that would actually kind of play out like. Um, exactly. So I mean, I I absolutely I again, it's in the fifties, so it is a little. There, there are probably a few dated references in it nowadays if, if you were to watch it today. Um, but at the same time, it, it still does have like the the kind of the core values of like what being married back then was. Um, yes. Again, that's still dated within itself, but uh, <laughs> um, but it still still has values of today like being married or being like in a relationship or um, which because funnily funnily funny enough there we go um <laughs> words they're so hard yes, <laughs> um like yeah i would love to actually see more um like actual content of like giantess content where like there is like like i would be like a skit almost of like a giantess and like a tiny husband like actually going through the wedding planning process and being like, well, can we do this or can we, can we have it here? Or like, because obviously, you know, if, if let's say the husband is normal size, the wife obviously cannot fit in a church or, or whatever. Um, It's not suitable. Right. Kind of like, um, Oh, was it uh, monsters versus aliens? Like how the, the bride, 
they basically destroys the church. Um, yep, and they had they just put her in a government facility. <laughs> yeah, so it, the content doesn't have to go quite that far, but right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Just me personally, like that'd be something interesting to see become more of a norm. I'm not saying everything has to be that. Not but at all. But I, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. You want to see more of an exploration of the relationship in that specific dynamic. Right. And that is rare. And I am on board with you. I would love to see more content like that, that explores the dynamic relationship between a giant woman having to either it, this happens and she still decides to carry on with this, or it's already happened. some sort of establishment where whoever's, you know, looking at this can say, Hey, I can invest in this story because I get to see how this relationship evolves over time. Right. And that's more important than just getting to the end result because that's too quick. That's not right. satisfying to me at least because it's not, it's not, it doesn't give me any actual narrative narrative or context to follow. Like, yeah, cool. You're stomping on a man in the end, but how do we get to this point? And that's, like I said, right. not yeah. seen enough. And I'm on board. I'm, I agree with you. Well, yeah. Well, and like, like you just said, you know, kind of to see how we get to the end point. Just to add about, like, it would explain why that is the end point. Like, because, because obviously, you know, you, you either have they're crushed or they're eaten or, I mean, those are the main ones, but, um, like, I, I feel like if we saw the relationship mm -hmm. and see why it actually fractured, right, it would like validate what how the giantess decided to end the tiny. Um, exactly, and I I feel like that's that's a lot. You're getting a lot more out of that, and you can invest more into that, and you know it wouldn't just be you know, death. It would just be like, why is <laughs> yeah. this tiny dying? Why did, Why is she angry? Why is she upset? Why is she sad? I want to have some sort of emotional investment and for both sides, not just the giantess, but also the tiny. Right, right, right. How do they yeah. feel? Why are they, why are they being subjected to this? Yeah. Um, was there anything beforehand was the giantess a normal human being as well? But, you know. Right. If them growing just gave them the sense of empowerment and it's just changed them. And that's also kind of a weird reason. That's kind of a quick, hey, I'm big now. So that makes me evil and I'm going to step on you. Like, what? No, that's not. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. It's not reasonable to me, at least. Like, you can't just sit there like all of a sudden, you know, you shrink, you get small. Oh. Well, you're insignificant all of a sudden. You just lose your emotion for that person in a span of five right. seconds. I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, and to play devil's advocate here, like I, I know there are people though that that's the kind of content that they want to see. Like they, right. they and that's fair. That that's again, yeah, that's perfectly fair. But I, I just know from hearing us two talk here, like it'd be kind of cool to see like what led to this point. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, so 
Yeah, and and I mean um, another thing I thought of kind of with the, with the on the theme of relationship between like either a normal sized woman and guy, and then the guy and ends up shrinking or whatever is so. There's been some where I see like um, like the giantess shrinks down the guy, but like shrinks down like some woman that he was cheating on her with. Yeah, it's like it's like okay, like that that's a little more interesting because you have you do have a little bit more context behind why this is happening but at the same time like it would be interesting to see like how the giantess found out about yeah, like a backstory you want to oh, yeah. you want to have a backstory to everything with that right so i mean yeah Again, it is it's it's subjective to everybody because some people are like ah, I don't care about the backstory, but some people do like the backstory. So I I know me from as a storyteller, I love backstory mm-hmm. because because then it gives me an idea of okay, so this is where the characters coming from, this is why they're doing X Y Z, and this is why the ending that happened is happening. Um, yeah, definitely. So. I I think. Because um, in a lot of the content that you see on uh, the stuff I make, I try to give a little blurb, a little narrative. Like, I want to be able to give that perspective. And, like, I feel like that's so important to have. A perspective, some sort of idea of what's the situation and why. What's the situation and why is this a situation? Right. And it, it's a lost art. and. Um, would that segue into the next movie in this, uh, little review we're doing? Well, not review, but like kind of a look in because, um, Attack of the 60 foot centerfold is, um, it's a flawed, it's an attempt (laughs) to be a homage of, um, looking back at the 50 foot, um, women movies, but it does not execute it well. Mm. Um, and (laughs) Before we uh, went live, you and me were talking. We we saw bits and pieces, and there there were just there just wasn't enough to really reach back and really connect to the fandom itself. Like, um, yeah, well, it, because well, because like yeah, like like we talked about like the the clips that the clips that like we find like on YouTube or whatnot like are actually more of re- really the only giantess like clips and the actual film because mm-hmm. if, if you watch the rest of the film from what i've seen like it bounces between like some a doctor and i think some scientists and photographers or whatever they're talking pretty like, bare bones yeah it's like well we want to have the best photo shoot in like wherever i think it's california or some i don't remember I, yeah <laughs> i didn't i didn't care enough to pay attention to where the heck it took place but um like, yeah, like I feel like if they would have strengthened the non giantess parts, I think it could have been a good movie and it could have been a better home, like homage to the original, original M93 film. Um, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it like it, it tipped the balance of parody almost. Yeah, true. I, I could see that. Um, and and that's the thing that non giantist parts and giantist media, 
it's important. I mean, oh, oh yeah, like it, yeah, like I, I've now I've only watched a few episodes, um, but um, like in Attack on Titan, like there is yes. a there is a female Titan, and um, from what I've seen, like they actually mix the non Titan scenes that like talk about her fairly well into actually including her and why she's like included like later on. And so, I mean, something like that is like what I, what this movie should have done um, instead of being like, well, we have two stories, so let's just make it into one movie. It's like, you can have that. You just have to be sure that they compliment each other. Yeah, it's rough. It, it runs into what you see in TV shows with some mm-hmm. series. You have the A plot the and some B plot that you're ultimately not going to care about. Oh, and yeah. that's what it feels like uh, Centerfold was doing here. Like, what? But the problem is, there is no established A or B plot. Which nope. plot am I supposed to care about? And, well, I, I think for us, like we cared about the the A plot with the woman actually growing giant but yeah exactly who, who, but who, every- cares, who cares about the b plot because it's not interesting at all so exactly and everything around it was not like keeping it afloat or stable mm-hmm. and, right. and it goes back to what we were talking about before like if you can't support the giantess part that's great and all trust me if that if that's all you need cool but you want to be able to support that and really have a good driven narrative if you're doing movie a movie like that see and there's so um i've been obviously as a fan like godzilla and kaiju's like that um Mm -hmm. the the monster verse movies um not so much the first godzilla because that was way too much human um yeah um the king of the monsters got better but still a little bit too much humans godzilla versus kong I felt, again, the human parts could have maybe been trimmed down just a little bit more, um, but they better did balance. Better balance between the monsters and the humans. Mm-hmm. Like, like you, you. I mean, honestly, I think you got a little more of Kong, which is fine because I, I love Kong too. Like he, yeah, Kong is awesome. But, but I mean, Godzilla, Godzilla's my boy. Like, I, I, I am a diehard Godzilla fan. So of course, I was like, well. But he does start the movie, so I'm like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> like, true, but true. but yeah, but the balance, yeah, like they actually show more of the monsters than they do the humans, and like that's what I kind of like about it. And same thing can go for for any giantess movie. Like, it doesn't have to, it doesn't even have to be any of the ones that we talk about today. Like, true. I think any giantess content that is for like the big screen or anything. I feel like you need to have a reason for why that giantess is included in the film. Um, because if you just have it, so you just have, Oh, so we have a, we have a giantess in our film. People mm-hmm. will come to see it. Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, the people who really like really care about the fandom, like you and me and a lot of the people like we've talked to on Instagram and, Right. All, all, all over online, like they'd be like, well, but you know, we could probably make a better movie than you could because you just decided to focus on the non-born parts and then 
the parts that are actually entertaining, it's like, okay, you showed us a little bit of it, but can we get a little bit more of it? Like, exactly. Um, so, um, and, yeah. and I would love that. I would love for it'd be cool if everyone in community can come together, different <laughs> skills and assets, and make something like that. I, it, like, this is probably jumping ahead in the conversation, but I would love to see the create because, like, this fandom has so many brilliant creators. Right. In so many different areas. And getting a group of people to make a pure giantess movie with the ins and outs of it, that'd be amazing. And I think they'd be able to do it better than any big name studio out here. Right. Well, I, th- I yeah. think it would stand up better. And at least while it might not have the big bang that most of the studios can bring, I think the heart of it would be better than a lot of what studios can bring. Well, yeah, and just to, like, I mean, we, we've announced it on Instagram, so it's not like it's a, it's a secret project or anything, but, I mean, right. we are doing, like, an, an audio, like, a giantess audio drama um, with some actual creators and some actual models. Um, and, I mean, I mean, so far, um, I mean, I, I don't know if you've read the full script yet, um, but I know, like, you've... From from what I remember writing of it, like there there are parts in it where it's like, yeah, like I, I would I would love to see this part like in the film. Right. But at the same time, it's like I know they would botch the crap out of this. Yeah, right? because like the from what I was reading, you give the characters who are going to become giantesses, you give them actual depth. You Give them actual backstory. You can right. get behind them and feel like you get to know them on the level beyond them just being big all of a sudden, you know? Right. And yeah, if let's say if you say, I'm going to send this to WB <laughs> and God bless their souls. <laughs> but if they try to do this I feel like they would rip that apart and try to change it into something else that you would probably probably hate. Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. Um, I don't. I, I don't want to imagine it because everything I've read up to that point, I'd be like, I can get behind this, and if I show this to other people, they would say, okay, I can get behind this too because we're getting to know these characters. Right. I'd be like, and I mean, any studios like you're telling me we can get an actress better be half naked because she grows into a giant woman. Forget story. Get her on the screen. I'd be like, oh no. Here we go. So yeah, don't yeah. want that. But I believe you on the point that creators could probably come together to create more of an established giantess movie. And you see that with a lot of the creators nowadays. They have these mini movies that are like yep. 15, 30 minute mini epics. Like, um, I'm going to shout out. I want to shout out like, uh, World Unseen Films, he makes a lot of good short narratives that um, are engaging. And what I like about his style is um, it's not so much as it's being talked by the characters, but he gives the premise and that premise leads into the video and the video carries the weight on its own. And like Little mini movies like that are impressive on their own, 
And I understand why creators don't want to get into the bigger scale of it because that will take forever. Got recording, filming, all that. But I think little the little bits we get, it shows what it can be, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, and, no. Yeah. I mean, heck, like I... I I almost like want to make it like I almost want to make a challenge to like actual like the bigger creators to kind of be like, okay, we you know we have these people that make these these detailed like 30, 15 minute clips and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, but like, can we actually make a cohesive story with either our model or our model and another model like collaborate? Co- collaborating together um or mm-hmm. like you know and like because like again like we you know we've said a few times now creators probably could do a better time a better job at you know making a giantess eccentric film than like hollywood or whatever these days um mm-hmm. and i'm like i would really like to see something like that happen like where there is a huge collaboration between tons of creators tons of models willing to be like okay yeah let's let's show the world what we can really do together compared to like what the big you know studios and whatnot can do so i don't know i mean if that happens that'd be amazing to see what the outcome of that would be because Mm -hmm. personally yeah i think that'd be freaking amazing but it'd be pretty Pretty, pretty dope. Pretty damn oh. dope. <laughs> yeah, so... I don't know. So, yeah, if, if there are any creators or models out there that are listening to this, and I know there are some, because we talked to some of them, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you want to get something like this going, please go ahead, because I, I honestly feel like for the fandom, I feel like it'd be a very big win. Um, and a very big, like, push that the fandom could probably use too definitely Um, something something i think and i always refer to uh i refer to the fandom as the community like yep yep we would love this would be a huge win i would love that that would be a landmark uh it would be a huge like it would be like a huge stepping stone for it because it's come a long way and media has been awesome and you right. know, um, I want to say right now we're living in the golden age of the content, though. I oh, oh yeah, this this is probably the best time to get be into it, if we're being honest. And and anyway, whether you do um sound, you do graphic design, you do storyboarding, you draw, you make comics. This is the best time, and I think it all will always go back to the movies we watched. And, you know, I, I think this yeah. is a good time to segue into um, a personal favorite between you and I, because we <laughs> we gushed about this one. And not not exactly for the best reasons, but because of the parts that made us absolutely laugh at it and joy. <laughs> Indeed. And I think and I think this is a movie that leaned into its status, knowing that it was going to be over the top ridiculousness. and. If you know you can't want her to like you can't take this movie one hundred percent seriously, 
Good. That if you if you know that you're not supposed to be 100 serious movie or any sort of media, but you're about the fandom, then I can I can get on board with it. And that is Attack of the Fifty Foot Cheerleader. <laughs> um, and I I, I want to yeah. say this was in like 2012, 2013. Yes, I'm going to double check that right now, but I believe so. Definitely. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, 20, 20, 2012. 2012. Okay, I figured. Okay. So, like, this movie, and this movie for me personally, and then I'll let you get your thoughts on it, in on it, but, like, this movie, movie for me was, like, it came at a time where I knew that I was into, like, I, I knew that I had, I was into the Giantess fandom, you know? Like, so, seeing a movie like this pop up seemingly out of nowhere, was so strange. I was cool with it. Don't get me wrong, but you know, yeah, it wasn't a movie and it wasn't made by a studio. It was made by Epics, which is, you know, small little, I guess, company that does its own little projects. Well, I mean, it's, it, it's a platform for, you know, different films of different, genres genres and styles but but yeah i i think for this one i think they did have a more of a hand in it than because it because i think it was their own movie like they were marketing under their name i believe well yeah oh yeah well yeah because i mean yeah for obvious reasons but yeah oh yeah um so like th- this so and and i hate to say it because this is the highlight of it for me I remember I was just, you know, on my MacBook, just, just cruising the net. <laughs> and I say, Hey, let's go. Let's see what's going on in the land of giantess YouTube in 2012. We've all been in giantess YouTube in 2012. Oh yeah. It was popping back then. <laughs> um, it was popping back then. And I come across this trailer and it's attack of the 50 foot cheerleader. And I'm like, okay, click on it. And, and you know, um, anyone who's seen this trailer, I mean, I know it by heart. <laughs> um, I see this trailer. Um, we're introduced to this actress, Jenna Sims, who, by the way, I she's my favorite character in there and somewhat relatable in the story. We'll get into that, but you know, they're pretending to do outtakes to like deliver a promo. So they're doing a promo within the promo. And it's great. She gets frustrated. And then she starts growing. Lights are breaking. Like the effects on this is like crazy. There's a like, there's this shot. You know what shot I'm talking about. Like when she's growing. There's this shot of her like shooting up and it's like over the shoulder a bit, but panned down. And you can hear the specific sound effects or like the fabric of her clothes stretching with her. And it seems so in depth and so like on point on what this fetish is about. And then after it finished, she she walks over, steps on the camera and grabs it. Title card. And I'm like, you know what? I don't know what Epix is. But I need to find a way to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, that, that was me. That so 
that was my first reaction to seeing that trailer. I was like, I need to find a way to get epics and watch this movie. And um, I'll let you take it away from there, but that's where uh, effects-wise, that's where it just peaks, and I hate that so much. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, the fact that they try to fake a giantess, and it's like, oh, come on! Like, you... Again, like there's there's other shots like um, I can remember, like when she's trying to find clothes that actually fit for her, and she steals them off of the um, the was it like monkey balloons or something like that? Yes, it was and, make she had to make shift them out of monkey balloons. Right. Um, it's like okay, you guys got clothes here. And then you cut to the scene with the brunette trying to jump over the car, over the cars. It's like, guys, you are not even trying here. Like, I can tell distinctly that she is not jumping over those cars. I can nope, tell. You can tell. You like, can tell. It's, it's <laughs> uh, the the movie had so much potential to it. It, but, it did. But they but they wasted. Like they wasted it for for a comedic parody of of the the community slash fandom, which I mean, some people will be like, oh yeah, you know, they they like the parody, they like the comedy, like uh, they like the sexuality of it. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, fine. If that's what you're going for, I think like you said in the beginning, like kind of have your brain shut off pretty much for this movie. Then yeah. Uh, you could thoroughly enjoy it and you could care less about if nothing looks actually real or not. Right. But like, like we've been talking about um, like effect wise, you know, it, it's, it's, it's choppy. Yeah. It, it's, it's really choppy. Uh, and it's, it's sad that like Instagram fo- like videos, look more realistic than that movie did. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. <laughs> That's like, nuts. Like, yeah. We're just, I mean, like, that's why, that's why I said I'm pretty sure if we really want, if community really wanted to, they could probably pull out something great. Yeah. And it shouldn't be like that. Like, there's this one scene, the jumping over the car scene, I'm visualizing it right now as you were describing it. Like, that jump it's terrible. Uh, it's so bad. It is like, so bad. You can see how like this is clearly someone just dropping it in as like a background. Mm-hmm. And just because like like first of all, the movement when they're jumping over it doesn't seem fluid. No. And I'm not gonna no. get into the details of that because I don't want to bore anyone with the lesson, but right. If I can sit there and tell that it's choppy that you had to move around some keyframes to make that jump look semi-decent why not just you know have that all in one fluid shot instead of using two different pieces and trying to piece them together yeah it's 2012 at this point i figured someone behind that would have to have some better uh way to well, and like to kind of reference like what movies were coming out in 2012, one film that was majorly popular popular um, was The Avengers. Yes, 
And you look at that film. Now, again, obviously this was made by a studio. So they they, they did have a little more tech technology behind the film to right. actually make it look good. But that does not mean like like epics or whoever they decide to use for the post house could be like, well, you know, the technology is there, but we're just not going to use it. It's like, why? You could have a film visually amongst the ranks of like the Avengers, but yeah. yet you decide to like pick the version effect wise of like people dressing up in costume and saying they're the Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a shame. <laughs> like, it's, it's, like it's a shame. Yeah. Um, gosh. Cause I mean, it had so much potential. Like you said, like, it, 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 like I, seriously, it did. Like, I like the fact that, um, like they, the, the reason the kind of growth formula or whatever you want to call it, wasn't mm. even was even introduced was because they were trying it on some I know spiders but I don't remember if that was intentional or if that was just a mis I think it was a mistake but, I think so um, but like that's that's a good premise though like like okay we have these giant spiders which I believe that spider bit the the main lead um, and and that's how she got it like injected into her. And then, of course, it died, which, okay, I didn't quite understand that part. But, you know, that's that's on my list of things. I'm like, okay, well, I don't give a crap about. Hey, you just you just, just, you just put your brain on neutral be like, okay, I guess. Right. Um, but, so, yeah, it's, I don't know. Yeah, like, the, the story, the story they set up was, like, they, they were going the right direction. But then, then it gets to like where when she actually grows, and it's like, okay, now we're just well, and and see, here's here's the part I think they focus too much on, and why the rest mm. of the movie is kind of the way it is, is okay, it's cheerleaders. Yes, yeah. I I know there is a stereotype about the cheerleading, like in most movies, because most of the time it is totally over the top, and then you got the the sassy one that like is in control and like they're all out to like basically ruin each other. So the other one can be better or be on the top, whatever, you know, I don't, it's a, it's a prototypical high school plot right. or, or college, but right. Either um, or, but I think they, the reason they, I feel like they went the route of, well, yeah, these are cheerleaders. So like, and, and I know the main Need, um, she wanted to be a cheerleader, I believe. Well, yeah, and she, <laughs> I laugh at the fact that she kept saying, Well, I'm not pretty. I'm like, Are you freaking kidding me? Like, I know, like, before, <laughs> pre, 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 before she got hit by the spider, I'm like, I know they tried her best to make her not like seem like she's pretty. I'm like, Oh no, there's no way you gotta. Cause like, you know, she's depicted as a smart nerd. Right. And I'm like, and like, oh yeah, I'm not pretty enough. I'm like, how? Like what? Like, like, like they I, threw some like, glasses on her and yeah, like, I called I, it a day. Like I would still date her. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, I'm like, I'm like, okay. Okay. I guess we'll go with this weird plot. If not 
she doesn't feel pretty enough, but you're telling me that and the, and it's like fine. And they do poke fun at some tropes within the fetish. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, definitely. I I know there's one where there's a shrunken man where she's poking him and he's like, he's still alive, and he's like lower. And you know, yeah. ha ha funny. And then, you know, there's one where uh they're poking her foot, you know, that's for the foot fetishers. Yeah, um then, then there's one um that I will try to not describe in great detail, but let's just say it makes really bad jab at um, female anatomy. I'm just gonna just just gonna stop yep. there with that. Um, yep, age poorly. Oh, very poorly. Like it, it is like beyond sexist, but um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it was a ooh. weird movie. I mean, I like it enough to watch it if I can, but it's a movie that had so much missed potential and oh yeah. That that that's what makes it so hard when I watch it. I'm like, this could have been a huge win for the community. That could have put a lot of it on the map. A lot of things probably would have came from it if they actually put a bit more work into it. But Right. To see it dash the way it was sucks. And, you know, I, I encourage people to watch the, the YouTube trailer for it. Please do. Like, that's this felt that's, like. That's where all the effects went. <laughs> seriously. All the budget for the special effects, it went there and then it was down there from. It was. It's just. It just was down. Just down the drain. Yeah. Because, like, it felt like it was going to be next level Giantess content. Yeah, and yeah. when you set that expectation, like the lighting was there, and like I just love the like the fact when she the scene where she's growing, and that overhead shot, and just giving it this ominous feeling. But you know, this is a movie about a giant girl who's a cheerleader. That's it's a simple plot that should be able to be easily executed, and they didn't do it. And uh, that screen, that green screen, uh, that green screen is going to be that that trailer is going to be the legacy of that because you know, yeah, like why, why, why is that going to be the peak? Because that's that's what I remember the most out of it. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, no, I. I think like we like we've said they well and like you and I were talking about I think before we started recording mm -hmm. who whoever <clears throat> whoever actually edited the film and whoever did the promo had to be two different like two different like small studios that did that they they had to be, because if the studio who made that trailer did that for the entire movie, I would have been on board. They got the shots right. They got POV shots perfectly for that one single trailer. Like, and none of that was present in the final product. And it's like, Ooh. what? It yeah. was weird. I don't know why or how you could have, you know. Well, and and see, the funny thing is, too, off of that promo that they did, I almost think they could have done the premise off of that. Mm -hmm. Like in, instead of her being like a cheerleader at school, like her be like a popular female, like either fashion model or actress, and just one day something happens that causes her to grow like giant size within the studio or 
And then from there, it's like, all right, so how do we deal with that? Like right there, right there, just from the promo, that's a story. It's like, you should have followed that instead that of like, true. This, instead of this, you know, just r- top of, you know, oh, top of the mill. Oh yeah. I'm a, I'm a cheerleader or want to be a cheerleader. I'm a geek. I get made fun of. I feel bad that I can't make the cheerleading team. Like that's, it's boring. It, it, it's boring. Cause it's been done to death. It's been done to death. I, I'm pretty sure we could find, and uh, you know, shout out to Gary Peronzo, but uh, oh, you'll find yeah. multiple films of that on giantizone.com. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, what can you do? And um, <laughs> yeah. there's also one other movie, and I know we're almost an hour in, so I don't want to drag this out too much longer. But I figured it'd be a good throw in. Are you yeah. familiar with Giantess Attack? Yes. Um, and then they also came out with um. Have they come out with the second one? Recently, I think so. It's like I think it's like Giantess Attack versus is it Fimbot? Fimbot, Mecha Fimbot, something like that. Yeah. But yes, that one um not talked about enough is slept on. It's yeah. a brilliant combination of practical effects and special effects. Yeah. See. See now, th- like. Like that would be kind of an example of like what I could see the Instagram community for this fandom doing. Like, like maybe, maybe a little bit more effect wise. Cause I mean, again, there's some really good effect people who do stuff on Instagram. So like, I feel like they could probably top, but at at the same time, I, yeah, I, I do not disagree. Like the first time I actually watched giantess attack, like, through, like thoroughly, like from start to finish, just like okay, like I, 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 I really see like the passion put into this. I see, the, see the effort put into it. Um, like even <clears throat> even the fact that I think the the two main models that were kind of serving as the main like giantesses, which. At the same time, you know, I I think they were they were a little more model than they were actor because, I mean, I, I'll just be honest, like the the acting when they weren't giants were it was okay, like it, it was okay, it, I, it, it wasn't like top notch writing or anything, but like when they when they finally grew to giants, they got like, into it really it, well. Yeah, like I'm like, okay, this is more like it. Like because they turned it up so quickly and it was it was a shock because when you know when they're not giantesses, you're like, eh, it's all right, it's passable. They're they're doing the job. Yeah. But but yeah, like you said, when they become giantesses, holy moly, like they uh they really nail their roles, they really hit on all the fetishes and and within it, like Vor. Um, foot fetish. They really get into it, and I think that's a, and that's what I respect. If you can like respect the content and respect the fandom and really get into it, you you're doing it justice. That's what it right. really needs. If it, that's so much of what this uh, fandom is. If you can get the passion for it and uh, really get into your role as being a giantess and. We have a lot of them in the community. Oh yeah, but whew, they did—they did a hell of a job. Yeah, I. Hmm. 
I, I, because I, I know I've seen the trailer for the second one, but I really want to see how the second one comes out. Yeah, that's. Because, uh, I'll have to put that on my to do list as well. Because I, if I remember correctly, the second one starts out where the two of them actually split up. So, yes, correct. So, so, like, it's only one of the giantesses is actually like trying to take on Fembot, and she gets her, her. But basically handed to her. Oh yeah, she was getting wrecked. Um, and then I don't remember what it was that brings the other one back to her, but it's like, it's like, oh okay. But yeah, I, 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 I like, I kind of like the idea of like a, uh, like a mecha giantess. Like that's interesting. Yes, kind of like mecha Godzilla. Yes, he, like that's a that's exactly what I like. Again, I, I, I don't like comparing. Giantess is to Godzilla, but it was Godzilla that led me into the kaiju fandom, and then the kaiju mm-hmm. fandom led me to the Giantess fandom. Mm-hmm. So it's like they all kind of work counterintuitive, like they work together parallel. Like uh, even though it's a different franchise or community, it's like it's still like yeah, they're still about the same though, just different. Yeah, yeah. So, but, um... but yeah, but no, yeah. So I mean. Yeah, I, I think for the most part, um, I think effects wise, if if, we're, if we go quickly back through each of the movies we just talked about, um, obviously for the original Fifty Foot Woman, you know, miniatures were kind of the the, the high standard for effects, mm-hmm. so that, that works. Ninety uh, three, kind of the same thing. They did have a little bit more to work with because technology had also gotten a lot better by right. that point. And then um centerfold. I don't think there's much to that one. There wasn't too much advance in technology on that one. Um maybe maybe the fact that the giantesses looked maybe a little bit more realistic in a few shots. Yeah but, but other than that, I mean nothing big. And, and then yeah. and then, then we get to attack the 50 foot cheerleader and it's like, well the effects got good for the promo. <laughs> that's all you get. That, that, that's our verdict on that one. Like, yeah, like that. That was that was kind of showing. This is where effects are at this point in like the industry. It's like, okay, but so step yeah, back. so it's a step back. Oh yeah, which again, yeah, but see now, yeah. So again, I am I am interested to see the community, Giantess community slash fandom, like actually come together and make something that's like ridiculously good and like has like uses technology the technology that we have today which is miles ahead of any of the movies we've talked about so far like, even in 2012 even nine years ago yeah like, and like you could do half the stuff on your phone these days like that's how advanced technology is for anything these days it's insane is, yeah um, it's insane like when like the thing I get some like like I've been I'm told like how do you how do I get started making my own edits? And um I've always been told from micro just mess around and learn. And that's all it really is takes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just mess around and learn and make the content that you want to see in this fandom. Yeah. You'll be surprised. It will come. Oh yeah. Oh no, it, it, it definitely will. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so definitely, I mean, 
I I mean, we didn't make it the point to talk about television, television today, but like obviously a lot of the stuff that have come from the movies, um, like you can definitely see in a lot of um, TV shows, definitely anime because uh-huh. why the heck not? It's the place where monsters came and I guess essentially evolution would lead to being giant women or whatever. Not saying that I'm against it. I'm just saying it's, it, it makes sense why it's kind of started there and then kind of spread like back to the States and over. Yeah. But yeah, like you, you could probably, yeah, just, you could, you, you could probably just YouTube like giantess and TV and like find so many references to the, the movies we talked about. Um, I know mm-hmm. there's, there's there's one commercial I will touch on real quickly quickly here. Oh yeah, definitely. Um the the Puma commercial from I think it's oh gosh, was that 2006? It's I it's it's mid it's mid 2000s. Right. But yes, I know which one you're talking about. But like so that one like like um which one which one were you talking about where it um yeah, the the giantess attacks. So like how that one covered a lot of the fan, like the different aspects of the, the giantess fandom and community. Mm-hmm. So did, so did that Puma commercial. Cause like, it, did. It, it like it had, had the woman crushing people, had her eating people. Mm-hmm. And then, and then of course it takes David Beckham for her to stop. Okay. You know, he yep. was, he was, he, he, he was very popular back then. And I, I think it was for like I know it was for it was for the Puma shoe, but I think I don't know was, if it was supposed to be for uh like I don't think stalker? it was uh, the commercial was for us here in America either. I don't yeah, I don't think it had so. to be a UK or a Europe commercial. Yeah. But I mean either way, like yeah, like who who ever thought of that idea for that commercial? had to have some type of like investment in the fandom because I don't think a general, just a general studio would be like, okay, so how do we want to sell our shoes? We're going to have a giant woman destroying everybody until Dave Beckham comes with the Puma shoes. Okay. It's like, no, like that, that's that, that in a typical meeting that probably would not happen these days. So it's like, it's weird. It's a weird direction, but Hey, Content. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no, I'm I'm glad for whoever came up with that idea. I hope they got a raise or something because, like, that was a brilliant idea. Um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, so I yeah, there's the 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 presence of the original films with the giantesses definitely are felt within other media, like we've kind of talked about and. Um, yeah, so I mean, and, and of course, it's it's only going to get more and more um, as oh, as, yeah. as the community grows and grows and grows and grows, pun semi intended. Um, but uh, yeah, so but yeah, um, so, yeah. Well, guess go ahead and we'll clean up shop. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah. So that that's our episode for today. Um, Again, glad to have uh, Jack Speck back with me today to kind of uh, 
do this one. Uh, it's always nice when we're together because I, I think we make an awesome team. So when we yeah catch it kind of yeah. solo, it doesn't feel exactly the same. But uh, it's it was not the same. But I <laughs> um I am happy to be back and you know barring any thing else, I doubt it will happen again. But we'll be here next week and uh, we get to have an interview with um your goddess Kate and that. I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys are going to be hyped for that one. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. Um, and then after that, our next guest after that is GTS Deluxe, correct? I believe so, yes. Um, um, so that that should be that should be interesting. I can actually there we go. So yes, it is GTS Deluxe, and then it'll be us again after that. So cool. Um, so that's your schedule for the next uh, three weeks. Yeah. So um, again, you know, if if you if you are enjoying our our podcast so far, um, definitely you know share it, it to places you want you want people to be aware of it. Um, we're obviously on a few different platforms already. So I mean, no matter definitely. how. It- how however you do hear us, you know, there's a way to get this out. And um, I mean, we like, uh, I don't know if we mentioned it or not. Well, we have, um, but I mean, we, we even have people from the community that are like, after we post the, our episodes are actually like getting really get into it. Like even, even some of our guests that haven't even come on yet have been they're really, yeah, they, they, they've been telling us, that they're excited for when their episode actually comes on because they're like, yeah, like we're loving what's going on with this podcast. So if you are kind of like that, it's like, yeah, definitely, definitely make sure you share this podcast. Definitely make sure um, you get the word out about it. So then that way we can grow the podcast um, further than. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And also your feedback from the first episode on, even from the promo that we put out, your feedback has been so invaluable and just want to say, we appreciate it. Like, please just keep letting us know what you want to see or how we can improve on it. Cause you know, this is for you guys in the end. And you know, me and a Colossal get a lot of joy, just being able to talk about this fandom with you that we've all, you know, gotten into. So, you know, you guys are what make this um community and you know it's awesome. So um, but yeah, so if you ever need a reminder of where you can find this podcast, um, you can hit me or him up. We usually have the list, but um it's like you said, a lot of a lot of the podcast has been spreading on other platforms pretty quickly. So um you can find us almost anywhere at this point. I think we're not on Apple quite yet, but that's the last big one. So yeah. but Spotify, Google Podcast, uh, Radiocast, Breaker. You can find us on any of those platforms and just search up sizing up GTS and you will you will find the podcast. Um yeah. with that being said, um I guess we will sign off here. So um thanks for tuning in for episode three. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And like I said, your guys Kate, it's next. And um, I'm going to go ahead and sign off right now. So if you guys need to reach me, 
That'll be on IG at Jack the Spec, and you can reach my co-host at um, yep, Instagram as well, uh, just at Colossal Maker. Um, I think I think if you also look up Colossal Maker twenty twenty one, you can find me that way too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Instagram's been kind of weird about that, but um, but yeah. So either way, that's where you can find me at. So, all right. Well, with that being said, uh. Hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode, and we'll see you next time. Have a good one, guys. Peace out. Bye.